Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Don't take a look inside that book, because you might get shook and be like, what the f... Hutch? Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, for our second viewing of Spooky Season. And much to Sophie's delight once again. Definitely. Hey. I'm so, I can't wait. I think I'm just counting down the days now. <laughs> we are going to be talking about the Babadook. But we're not alone in this journey. No, we're not. Uh, and it's not the Babadook that's joining us, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thankfully not. Now, we have two very special guests from the Horror Movie Review podcast. They're terrified and tipsy. Hello, guys. Or gals, Hi. should I say? <laughs> ladies, young ladies. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Oh, very much welcome. Um, I'm glad you could join us because I thought for listening to your show and it's like one of you's very much into the horror genre, really, and the other one isn't. So it's like, that's kind of like me and Sophie in a way, kind of like kind of dragging a kicking and screaming, watching these these scary films and everything. So I thought you'd be her to do a, it. A, a great guest to have <laughs> mm-hmm. on for the show. And then uh, we settled on the Babadook as a choice. So uh, yeah. is there is there a reason why you chose that one in particular, or is it just just for well, just we, because we knew we wanted to watch it because mm-hmm. we wanted to watch it for one of our episodes too. So when mm-hmm. we were kind of tossing movie ideas back and forth, we were like, well, that's perfect because we wanted to watch that anyway so yeah and it's so popular I mean it's yeah it's one of those ones that you know if we get any kind of suggestions as far as what movies to watch the Babadook is one of them it's always um, on yeah. the list it's yeah. always on the mm-hmm. list but we haven't we haven't covered it yet we haven't reviewed it um so yeah we thought it would be the perfect time mm-hmm. kind of get something fresh definitely and I've never heard of the Babadook until I watched it so you can tell I literally horror it's put in a box not even underneath <laughs> my bed and I do not want to open it ever and I think that's when you were like oh the Babadook and I'm like that doesn't sound so bad it sounds <laughs> no, okay okay yeah <laughs> but yeah it feels like my level of scariness with this mm-hmm. I'm okay if somebody's running at me with a chainsaw because that's something that will be maybe coming up and I'm okay if somebody if it's a person I don't know why if it's something supernatural that I can't kind of contend with that freaks me out because how can I kill it I can't okay so I can't protect myself if it's dead already and it's haunting me (laughs) what am I gonna do you know where at least I can run I could probably try and injure somebody if they were trying to attack me if I Mm-hmm. I hope I would be able to do that. Really about this. Yeah, I'm but I feel impressed. the opposite of that. I feel the complete opposite because just like you, I hate scary movies, but the ones that are paranormal are harder for me. I mean, I'm sorry, they're easier for me because I'm like, okay, well, that could easily just be made up. Like, it's easier for me to think like, okay, that could be BS, you know? But if it's someone with a chainsaw or like a serial killer, I'm like, okay, that's real. <laughs> yes. That can really ha- happen. I want nothing to do with that. Too real. I'm over it. So <laughs> I'd rather do paranormal than a serial killer any day. Really? No, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm fine with that because 
I would not put myself, I'd hope, in a situation like they always go into awards or something like that. And it's like oh at night. God, and I'm like, so cliche. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to die. So that's my mindset. Like, I'm <laughs> okay, not going to put myself like in that, that situation. Like, I'm <laughs> smarter than them. I will survive this. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the paranormal activity, I don't, we have with my mum, she did bring me to a spiritual church and she's all about the afterlife and everything like that. So when I was a young child, I think this is where paranormal and any spirits or anything like that, it freaks the living crap out of me. I went to this church and it was only a Christmas special. And you know where you like kind of have carols and you light a candle and you sing. And this man went, you've got the gift. You could speak to like basically dead people. And I was like, I was only about 11. Mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God, please don't tell me that. I never want to do that. And it's like, oh, you've, you're wasting your talent. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm good. I'm going to suppress it for as long as I can. Don't ever yeah. say that again. Yeah. And you're like, sir, I don't know you. Please go away. <laughs> so I think ever since then, anything paranormal, I'm like, oh my God, I could actually speak to them. This, this person said that. And sure. I do not want that. And you love stuff like that, don't you, Paul? Oh, yeah. Mm. I would yeah. Too. I'm very much interested to know because you think you you maybe like you've maybe seen ghosts and stuff in my mind believe the truth I, I yeah. kind of want to and not that I don't believe because I, I kind of like like the concept of it but I've, I'm I've never like encountered that to be like really spooky and then be like no I don't want anything to do with this or anything like that mm. so it's I haven't got to that point yet so so mm. it's like I kind of like that push push I wanted something to happen and then be like whether I like it or not is I guess is a <laughs> change my opinion my factor on it but, you yeah. there's a thing just down the road um and it's a manor house and they do like a haunted room and they say you can walk in and kind of feel the presence and then you can sleep over there around Halloween for a night. That'd be me. No. I would, I would no. 100%. 100%. He wants to take me and I'm like, no, no, because it'll latch on to me. It will. <laughs> and if anybody, it'll latch on to you. Yeah. yeah and then you. I'll bring this demon spirit home with me. <laughs> like they do in the films yeah yeah, yeah. and then I want to kill you <laughs> and you're like this is your fault Paul this is your fault <laughs> yeah anyway it's, but thankful we're in the well we are in the nicest setting of was it uh, Adelaide Australia for this film and mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. kind of like most of it's during the daytime isn't it so it's kind of like that kind of feel that kind of reprieve of not having in complete darkness all the time it's when it gets dark that that's when it goes yeah. down stuff goes down and I can't handle it. I'm okay. I'm like, right, okay, nice. Through the day, we're fine. It's all okay. And then it's like, boom, dark. And I'm like, nope, can't handle this now. I get closer to <laughs> Paul. Go, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't really feel that you would know, apart from a little bit of a twang of an Australian accent, that actually it was an Australian kind of based film. It wouldn't yeah, right. really think that, would you really? I know I've been to I Australia. I've been lucky mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... I wouldn't I think the main lead lady doesn't sound that Australian I agree I it took me a little bit to realize where they were and like in the beginning it said like production for Australia and I was like okay but I was thinking about like well I guess they're I know they're not in England like where it's got to be Australia and then it like made sense a little bit further in but yeah it took me a little bit too to they they weren't very strong not strong in accent yeah no, no, they weren't. It was just certain phrases that they would say but to be fair I think the Australian accent is pretty much like an our accent but just a little bit twangier at the end mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. literally it it's a couple different words that that they say yeah pronounced different yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know that's like the telltale sounds because it's like the same mom he says mom samuel to his mom amelia instead, instead, of, instead mom. of mom yeah it's obviously more an american <laughs> an american term yeah <laughs> 
it really confused us. Yeah. Forgive me, Pastor. Do you, are, are you two have kids? I don't. I do. Does. I have two. Okay, so yeah. you can be a little bit more relatable. Relatable to the, the scenario, in a, in a sense, with a, you know, a screaming uh, child. There, yeah, I just, yeah, there are, there are some instances where I'm like, this is kind of bad parenting. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe she should have taken him a long time before now when this movie was like, you know, in a setting yeah. and have taken him for therapy or just to talk to somebody. I don't know. Or given him some boundaries or something. something. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Do we just need to if she hasn't talked to somebody it's to help this child out with his, obviously he's got something going on mm-hmm. and then just going out and giving him a sedative. Yeah. I'm it not okay with quickly. that either. Yeah. Yeah. That just, just, he's like, okay, just give him pills. That's fine. <laughs> fine. I do think it's for me yet again, like, you know, scary ghost films, anything like that. When this creepy girl comes out, that freaks me out. But the little boy in this just initially frightened me. I'm yeah, thinking he's a creepy kid. He's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, d- I don't know what I'd do if we had a child like that. I'd be like, you have to deal with him. I'm sorry, because I'm going to oh, literally God. scream and run away. <laughs> and then they'll be, it will resent you and then they'll come after you or something. No, something yeah, like that. Do you know, if it, it's one of those things I do get scared thinking if we ever had a child and it does appear at the bottom of my, of my bed oh. at night, that I might actually Terrifying. whack it. <laughs> Just because I'd be so scared. But also in the morning, like he was always at the end of her bed. As soon as she woke up in the morning, I'm like like grabbing her neck too while he was sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Very, very much attacked. Grinding his teeth. Yeah. 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 He freaked me out. Scary movie. Any scary movie that has kids in it, it's always so much creepier. Because yes, because kids are always more susceptible to anything spiritual anyway Mm -hmm. in these movies. Mm -hmm. And they just say such creepy stuff throughout all of these movies. Samuel completely involved in that too. He just said weird stuff the entire movie. I'm like, can someone get him to stop? (laughs) He's just creeping me out. Yeah. Even when he was just screaming, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. No. I didn't like no. it. The screaming, literally, I was like, I just can't cope. There's obviously something seriously wrong with this boy. We need to do something yeah. now. And right. but I think the trauma behind it as well. The thought of I can't even imagine how that would feel when you're kind of pregnant, you're ready to go and give birth and have your family, mm-hmm. and then to lose your partner halfway through that, right. it's yeah. gonna be a little bit of resentment towards that child. Yeah, that's the sure. strong theme mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Because obviously it's like, well, if I hadn't have had you. And normally it's kind of the mother might be yeah. in that situation instead. So she might actually pass away, give birth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the dad's left alone. Mm-hmm. It's That's more the common theme. Whereas obviously the dad's died driving right. her to the hospital. So I don't, I can't even imagine how the mum must feel in yes, all of that. Throughout the movie, she, it was very obvious until like toward the end of the movie that she didn't really want or know how to deal with Samuel yeah. at all. Yeah. And she like chose to just kind of keep a distance between the two of them. But yeah, I just, the whole time watching it between their dynamic of just like him having just constant temper tantrums and screaming and just kicking things and her just being like, kind of choosing to ignore him. It was like so uncomfortable to watch. (laughs) That was the first time that was first time watching the film. It was kind of had that feeling of like, I didn't quite latch onto it I kind of like felt for her in a sense because it's like that that would be so annoying just like just like shut up shut up shut I've got to deal with everything I've got to cook clean go to work 
take yes, you to school absolutely. and all that kind of stuff. I'm doing this all by myself. And it's must, you can tell from her performance, like it's so draining for her. Mm-hmm. You just see it in her mm-hmm. eyes. Of, of Very defeated. For sure. Yeah. 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 And it's just, and it was just like, oh, it's just horrible to, to, to go through that. And then you've got this entity that's kind of come in part of your life and it's, yeah speaking of of which can we talk about this for a second yeah like because he he seemed to have had some kind of like I felt like he was preparing for a monster that was not existing yet Mm -hmm. and so like had he always like prior to the movie starting had because it seemed like he was like preparing for a monster did he know that this monster was coming I just looked at it as he was knowing he could get attention from her because every routine I mean who knows but every routine it seemed like they would check under the bed. They would check the armoire and then he'd end up in her bed and they would go to sleep in the same bed. And then the next day it was the same routine. So I took it as like his way of almost like manipulating the situation of knowing that he doesn't have to sleep by himself in his own room. Yeah. But he could have been very much kind of spiritual or something. Yeah. I thought it was weird that he knew in a lot of detail how his father died at six years old. I thought that was weird that he was like, oh yeah, my dad died in a car accident on the way to my to the hospital my mom was getting birth with me i'm like why does he know all these details like it seemed like too much for a six-year-old to know right i don't think anybody Definitely. should have told him that but hey no, no he kind of heavy i know you shouldn't but you kind of should sugarcoat it a little bit i would say probably say yeah. i wouldn't even have said that it was on his birthday i probably would have not told him that just so right. that it wouldn't be so hard on him knowing it was yeah. his fault because having yeah. that at such a young age he's going to cling to that and know his dad died on his birthday right that's a burden for a kid to have yeah Yeah. but her mother is like kind of like because of the fact she doesn't celebrate his birthday samuel's birthday on that day because like it's just a a horrible reminder that my partner has died because of you and it's it's just a horrible stigma that's kind of looming over and it's just that's what the it kind of plays out of throughout the film it's kind of this this dark entity Mm -hmm. of like oh Mm. regret and but you you could change the child's birthday by a day and he wouldn't know any wiser you know he's six years old if you tell him his birthday is on that day he's not gonna know Mm -hmm. and then she could mourn the day before and get herself together I know it's hard obviously yeah. I'm saying it like I'm now I know how she, what she's going through like, clearly I don't do. you're like girl get it together yeah. <laughs> but I just think the little boy for me he's the scariest part actual Babadook himself I don't know I'm not too scared of the Babadook it's more yeah. when the possession side comes to things that's when that gets mm-hmm. to me and I mm-hmm. really don't know if the boy knew about Babadook, like you're saying beforehand or not, if was he actually already I, in his wardrobe? I don't think because he could have picked up the book as if like he just found it on the shelf and then they start disappear. reading it. And it's mm-hmm. like, does the but boy die? Who put the book there, Paul? How exactly. did the book get there? How did it get there? Mm. How so he must have come there? out of the wardrobe to put it there. Mm. And then why were they targeted? Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. I, I mean, know. who knows? I mean, I don't know. I'm wondering yeah, if there are some holes that we would like to have answers. the babadook himself like when he would show up on screen i didn't find him to be that scary of a Mm -hmm. creature because we've watched a lot of movies where like the monster itself is so uncomfortable to look at yeah Mm -hmm. he was definitely not easy on the eyes like you're like i don't want to look at this thing at very long but it wasn't like scary it was just kind of uncomfortable like a shadow man yeah Yeah. but the things that were like happening or the noises it would make or like its voice or like like you were saying the possession like that stuff was creepy him himself physically not as much no definitely not but I, i don't know if 
you had read any like scary books when you were younger or anything or anything that stuck out to you as like something that was really terrified you or anything like that but there was a book I remember from from school I can't for life remember what, what it was called or I would if I tried to like do a Google Are you search okay, before <laughs> but it, it had very similar vibes of this like child who was like in a room and this like shadowy fig figure like creeping across the room you know, obviously the shadows do the shadows cast across and it mom kind didn't of like... read this to you did no she? no it was, it was <laughs> no it was just something in the, the school library or something but i can't remember what it was called well but that's, i feel that's like the librarian should be punished for <laughs> yeah. giving children books like Is this yeah, Zoom interview a way for us to help you walk through this like, <laughs> like, like twice can, if you need help yeah we can do like a little mini therapy if you need neither of us are training but we were we are happy to talk through it with you <laughs> That sounds scary. I know okay. right? my mum's never read anything like that to me. I would probably, I don't know why they carry on with the book, to be fair. Like, literally, she's, first yeah, couple of pages, and she's like, oh, should we stop? And he's like, no, no, carry on. Yeah. It's like, well, clearly, we know where this is going to go. He's going to get right. frightened. Of course. So, as a parent, wouldn't you just go, no, close sorry, the book? We're yeah. not reading it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I'm getting rid of the book. Uh huh. Yeah. Then it comes back. Well, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. I mean, yeah, yeah. But doesn't you creep you out the thought of it coming back like you she burns the book and mm. tries to get rid of yeah, it I know. and it still comes back and it's like is that real I don't know no. I my brain goes quite vivid so in my head that could possibly happen what like it was creepy that all the pages were like glued back together right she ripped up all those pages and threw it out and then it came back to her doorstep all put back together like nothing happened and then more pages added to it that was yeah creepy. as well to... uh, no thank you yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to come back oh, I knew sure. as soon as she went out there and she threw it in the trash and she ripped out the page yeah yeah that, that book was going to come back for sure somehow mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. I didn't I had a feeling because when I first pages. went through it there was a bunch of blank pages at the end so I had a feeling that the story was going to evolve and more pages would be added to it somehow but for some reason the like thought of somebody like tactfully putting all this stuff back together and like leaving it at your door is super creepy to me <laughs> I don't like it I don't like no. it and it's like who's gonna who is it like uh, is this actually Babadook that's putting the book together or has he got somebody else no it's it's yeah obviously like the film is making it seem making, the pages. <laughs> making it seem that that way but I think it's it's really just a case of the fact that it's that because she's so in so denial of you know like Sam and these these stories that he keeps making mm -hmm. up, and it's like mm -hmm. getting rid of like like no more talk of this Babadook character, throw it away, get rid of it, and we no more talk about it. But then it comes back because it's it's still this grievance that she's got in her head. The grief is the monster that's going on in her head. So it's this is like keeps preying on her mind, and so right, it's it's coming back together in the pieces. Like you can't escape the past unless you face your fears, type of thing. So you're kind of saying to me it's her fault in a way. Yeah, it's oh, all in her. Knows. It's all in her head. Yeah. I think. yeah. Really, that it's a, it's it a, for sure. so, always the woman's fault. It's always the woman's <laughs> fault. So she's so she's so sleep deprived and everything like that, and it's just like everything's just waiting. She get no support from her sister. She's sure. she's pretty much like, oh, I've got my own like nice house and everything. You know, mm -hmm. the the fact that Crazy. her walls, yeah. the walls are like white and everything like that, and 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 uh, that her house, Amelia's house, is kind of like these blue gray tones and everything. Oh, I like hate the color of the house. It freaks me out. It's dark and yeah, it's dreary and I like it either mm -hmm. they've thought of it really cleverly haven't they to say like the people who've done the interior oh of the yeah, house, yeah they've done it brilliant because it's like you've got mm -hmm. your dark scary corners even the stairs I don't know why they freaked me out with the archway going up and they mm -hmm. were noisy too like everything was creaky in that house which made it worse now I do have to say that in a lot of scary movies that the walls are like always 
dirty, like not necessarily the color, but they're just dirty. They're like wallpapered usually. Yeah. Gross. And they're yeah. like yeah. kind of torn us up. This actually wasn't that bad other than when the cockroaches started coming out of the but, wall. Mm-hmm. That was a little a little dirty to me, uh-huh. but I think it's just the cockroaches, but I think the, the walls themselves, yes, they were like a, obviously a darker color, but they weren't dirty, which I was, I was impressed uh-huh. actually. <laughs> all these intentional like lights off yeah. or like dim lights, flickering lights. Like, I don't like any of it. <laughs> no, it, it does have like a very storybook feel. I felt like mm-hmm. to, to obviously I guess that's what the theme they were going for to match the the fact that it's like a children's book that they're talking about and for most like Eastern European in a sense like the the way you know like the Grimm's fairy tale type of vibe I think is Dark, what they were kind of yeah. maybe going for. Mm-hmm. Just don't like anything scary. I don't, and I kind of <laughs> don't blame. I think the sister's a little bit horrible in this. Yes. Oh yeah. No, she. Is. I kind of can relate a little bit because like if that was me and I had that child and. I had an, a child that had kind of got its shit together. I'd be like, can you not please mess my child up? Um, because I think that would highly level me to my anxiety and my head would go like Amelia's on overdrive. So really you're saying to me, I'm open to Babadook coming into my head, aren't you? When you said that. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. That, it did scare me because I'm thinking, I actually, by the end of this film, the thought of something coming into my house that I don't have the power to do anything about and I actually did have a nightmare of Babadook being on the top on the ceiling you know one or while I was asleep <laughs> oh my god Not okay, okay. See, and see I don't have that issue I can like I disconnect and I've mm. said this before mm. but uh-huh. I can I can watch something scary and it I can immediately go to sleep or no. I can go outside for a walk in the middle of the night. Well, like I'm not Dateline before you go to bed oh I watch Dateline every night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I just, when I watch scary movies, I just, I just don't think about it as soon as I'm done with it. And I, it doesn't resonate with me. Like there's a couple things that we have watched that it's kind of, um, like stuck with you a little bit, like hereditary. And I know that that one really messed with you, but there were some things that I don't do gore and things like that. Paranormal stuff. Not so bad. Mm -hmm. This wasn't bad to me. This was. Now I'm sorry that you had like nightmares and stuff about it. (laughs) Paul knows anything like ghost paranormal anything like that it's like my level of scariness mm-hmm. just goes higher anything that comes after me and I can see it physically and I know it's a human I'm fine but I think I even thought I was thinking I heard a noise upstairs I'm like what's upstairs I got myself to that level of anxiousness mm-hmm. but I do have a bit of gripe with the fact of when there was the knocking of the wardrobes mm-hmm. I'm curious I would not do this and I'm interested to see what any other woman would do You've got your son with you. Mm-hmm. You can hear the knocking of the wardrobe. You hide underneath the covers. I would not do that because I no. want to see what was coming at me. <laughs> yeah. I'd be checking it. Yeah, yeah. because it's, I would think, and I this could just be her trauma too, but because mm-hmm. you would think as a mother, your first instinct would be to protect the kid that's laying right next to you, right. like your son that's asleep. But mm-hmm. her first instinct was like, nope, this isn't happening. <laughs> Pure denial. Hide under my blankets. Yeah. And it's like, well, now everybody's vulnerable instead of just facing it and trying to figure out how to get you and your son out of that situation. Yeah. And there was a lot of noises too. It's not even just on the wardrobe. Like I mean, it was like out scraping. in the hall. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. don't cover yourself up. Go check it out. You've got to like protect your house. But that's how she deals with everything. Like it's a perfect example of like how she's dealt with her life the last six years with yeah. her husband dying. It's like pure denial, hiding. Yeah. It'll yeah. just go away. I'll just deal with it later. Yeah. 
And actually, a son is a stronger character because he actually really wants to protect his mother. Mom, that's why he's got yeah. all the contraptions and everything, yeah. And he really doesn't want anything to happen to her. And for a six-year-old to be so protective over its, mm-hmm. its mum is an amazing thing to have, really. But I think yeah. he's a bit scarred because, obviously, when you're six years old, your father wouldn't normally have passed away no. just from, like, an right. accident. Yeah. That's it, right. Yeah, and it, she probably is, hasn't been in the right state of mind since it happened. So he probably does automatically want to protect her because she's just not in that mental state of you know being the adult in the right correct yeah Mm -hmm. she's got a lot of baggage Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and Mm -hmm. it's 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 just kind of like sad to see that the fact that he loves his mom so much you know like a child does and but Mm -hmm. she doesn't really love him back because and and that's kind of a sad situation for him as well because he really feels for him like he's he's like he's just wanting to just you know like you know the, that that relationship mm-hmm. where it's yeah. not it's not it's just not there at the beginning anyway. No, mm-hmm. it's not. No. And I think he actually, in the end, the way that it kind of goes towards it, I'm more root for Sam, and I'm surprised because initially I'm thinking this child is so annoying. Oh my gosh. I do something. I get lock it. I was like lock him up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just felt like he needed, so, like he was, he was a, it was like a cry for help, yeah. basically, when Absolutely. he was screaming every single time. And I'm like, this kid is like, needs some serious help. But yeah, at the end, like he was, he was very. Setting up booby traps right. and everything. Yeah. Protecting his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He like knew too much. He knew too much. And it really bothered me during the movie with how he's making all of these weapons. And I'm like, why is this six-year-old allowed to near these tools that he can make these contraptions to hurt anything? And anytime he would like bring him to school and he got in trouble for it. And I'm yes. like, okay, so we're not going to keep him out of the basement where he can make weapons still. No, just keep letting him go down there, I guess. Yeah, just leave that <laughs> teeth hung. Yeah. And just let him, let him take it off. Yeah, yeah, let him wear that weird slingshot backpack. Don't do anything about it. Like, yeah. it, it drove me crazy the whole movie. I'm like, he's creating weapons and you're just like, eh, whatever. He's six. Like, no, it's <laughs> not normal. I love how as well she doesn't, she takes him out of school. So it's like, yeah. instead of the school kind of saying, I'm sorry, we can't kind of have your child any longer in our school. She's saying there's something wrong with him and you meant to be helping him. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You haven't been doing anything about that until right. it got to this point. And it's like, so really, you're not helping your son at all. Mm-hmm. I think she just wants him to be normal. You see, she says that. Why can't you just be yeah. normal? Like, yeah. uh, and just be naturally that way. Yeah. Yes. No, no what is normal? normal? Everybody yeah. has their own normal. It's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> true the glass in the food that was the bit where i actually didn't know if the boy did that or not i know i was oh, i was there too i'm like oh did he do it because he was mad at her at that yeah. time so i'm like yeah could he have, could he have done that and he's mm. like no the babadook did it i'm like did he did he do it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but it was also weird for me that the mom just i mean okay what parent is gonna like drink any of their weird milk looking soup <laughs> and have like glass chunks in it and your kid, only person in your house is like, I didn't do it. And it's like, she just pretended it didn't happen. It was like, oh, go watch a DVD while I make something else for dinner. And I'm like, how, it, that's not the right response at all. Because no. even if you don't believe in the Babadook, it would have had to have been your son that did it if it wasn't a haunting in your house. Which is a real problem. Right. But your response <laughs> is like, oh, I'll make something else for you to try to hurt me with. Like, I don't, I didn't understand it. No, I'd have thought if that was me, it'd be like, okay. If that's the way you're going to treat our food, you're not having any now. Go to your room 100%. and go to bed. And then you can wake up hungry in the morning. If you decide to put glass in my food again, you're just not going to eat. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> exactly. 
She's like, nope, I'll make something else. I'm like, lady, I don't know if I would live in the house with him. It's It'd the, be hard. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't know. It's a hard one. I, I feel like I'd be letting you deal with him because <laughs> I would just flip my lid. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you're going to be the kind of parent anyways. I'll be the fun one, but then I think- Paul's the bad cop. You're the good cop. That's what yeah, it is, right? I you guys like- have that dynamic already. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be you'd kind of tell them off and they would listen. Yeah. Whereas I, yeah. yeah, they'd laugh at me if I told them off. They'd be like, he really remember he yelling at me. There was the other thing with the magic as well. Obviously, that's kind of like his oh, yeah. escapism, isn't it, really, with the, doing the magic tricks mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's kind of like, I want to like make everything all right, like magic everything away and everything's going to be okay, mum, mm-hmm. type of thing. That's what kind of maybe is maybe what he's going for. But it's um it, it ended up being creepy he yeah. ended up yeah, being did a a bit, yeah. Kid doing magic yeah. Yeah. yeah creepy kid doing magic in the basement yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes uh-huh i thought that too like i love how your brain went to oh everything's gonna be okay and i'm thinking hmm, what kind of <laughs> sick sinister thing is this child gonna magic out now and right. like summoning something yeah know? or like the fact that you know when he does like kind of the coins and stuff like that it's like oh well, what what kind of thing is it going to be instead of like is it going to be like a, a spider i don't know oh right you're making it yeah. you, th- instead of like innocent stuff you think it's going to be more twisted yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. i feel like that's the way that his kind of storyline is is going initially i can see well, it's hard that. to not think that way because if he was the quote-unquote normal kid and he's doing magic like we would have never thought anything weird of it we're like cool he's into magic he's got a hobby cool good for him but the fact that of his character, like throughout the entire movie or well, toward the end, he was this, like, we didn't know what he was up to. Yeah. So the fact that he's doing magic just makes us think more suspicious of what he could possibly be trying to hide because I'm like, what's going to happen when he throws <laughs> these like firecrackers? Like what's going to happen? I don't know. It just, it added more of an element of discomfort, not knowing where he was going next. When he threw that firecracker at her feet when they were out on the driveway. Yeah. Oh, I, mm, I would have snatched that kid up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, like, no, you don't, no. don't do that. No, no. <laughs> She's yeah. like, where'd you get that? Oh, I bought on the internet. Okay, no more internet. Internet? That's not a thing. No, it's not. Because I didn't see him once on the internet or any kind of she like had to buy device. it for him on the internet. Right. Mm. That is so true. Yeah. And how did he get them anyways? Because it's like, well, unless she's got access, is it like one of those things where you're on like a tablet or something nowadays and you've got your most bank details in it or something? Right. It's already yeah. saved on it or something. She would have had to have bought it for him. It was 2014. She bought it for him. Oh yeah, she did. Oh yeah, she absolutely. Done, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also when they were coming back, was that the same time that those cockroaches were on her in the car? Was that the same time? I think so. yeah, one of the instances, yeah, because it was kind of like another meltdown. And, like, the bugs yeah. were on her. Oh no, I think that was when the Babadook was behind her. I think that was another, I think that was another scene. Another driving yeah, scene? Another oh. driving scene. It was towards the end. Oh, when she saw it in the rear view mirror. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. like it. But just, I always have this like fear that, I, especially since we live in Florida, because there's all types of bugs down here. But <laughs> I always have this fear that I'm going to be like in my car and there's going to be like a spider on my dashboard or something. And it just, the thought of it freaks me out. So the fact that she was driving and there's like a dozen cockroaches on her lap while she's driving. My nightmare. No, <laughs> no way. Not okay. And then she sees this weird like thing that's haunting her in the rearview mirror. No, none of it was okay. Well, she did freak out and she did crash. So yeah, it was definitely the rational thing to do. Instead of just stopping yeah. the car. Don't put your foot on the brake at all. No, just, just keep driving. Swerve. 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 <laughs> right. But it, I think what as well freaked me out was it was daytime when this was happening. Yeah. Yeah. You're not safe anytime then. That's what I was mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
so that really because I was just getting used to the beats of oh, okay it goes dark the Babadook kind is coming out a little bit mm-hmm. like time was safe and then it was like okay no we're not no place is safe now in this movie and mm-hmm. my anxiety levels go up when I'm watching it going, <laughs> I'm normally okay I feel like halfway like an hour through mm-hmm. and then it's like mm-hmm. okay half an hour that's when kind of the nitty-gritty All is gonna the stuff come. happens yep yeah. <clears throat> so I'll be sitting fine fine and then I kind of do check the clock and think, oh, how long have we been watching this for? <laughs> when When's really the ending? <laughs> and when do I need to be scared? <laughs> and I talk myself through it because I'll be like an hour in and I'll be like, oh, there's only 30 minutes. Okay, I've already done an hour. You can do 30 more minutes. It's fine. You've already done the majority of it. Yeah, but the hard stuff more. is usually at the end of the movie. I know, but then mm-hmm. it always moves faster. Oh, so the last true. 30 minutes always feels yeah. like it goes a little bit quicker than the first hour does because yeah. things are happening. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a whole mental game. You don't get it. I I don't get it because I'm just like, oh, okay, there's a babadook in my back seat. It's fine. I feel like you're trying to make me sound like the crazy one, but you're making me sound like the normal one, and you sound like why the crazy am I one. the crazy one? Because you're making it seem like you have no feelings. <laughs> Sometimes you're yeah. like my house is haunted. Yeah, whatever. I guess I I'll go to bed. Definitely go to a haunted house. And no, stay. I'm uninterested. We're gonna go one time. I'm gonna take her. No, yeah. if we go to the one, then you and Paul can go. And so we yes. have some wine or something. <clears throat> that sounds amazing. I mean, that's <laughs> fine. Perfect. That's cool. You guys can tell us about it and we'll just hang out in a safe place that's not haunted. Yeah. During the day. During the day. During the day. Don't like it when it gets dark. Like, what are we monsters? No way. <laughs> We're so alike. It's amazing how this kind of has worked. You're right, Paul. You've got kind of the two different sides of horror I don't know how Mm -hmm. you watch horror all the time I I don't know how you do it it's it's commendable I I love I love crime shows scary movies yeah I think maybe I am crazy I I think you are (laughs) very brave I I I can only hang on for like a month and then I'm counting down to Christmas and it's like right it's my turn now to kind of Uh play on the films (laughs) That's a there good you dynamic. Go. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> can can we go towards the ending yet? Yeah. I think can we? Too. She's like, I want to go. I want to go to the. <laughs> can end. we go to the ending? So, right, where do I? Now, I have different ways of the way I thought this movie was going to end. So mm-hmm. the way it did end, I was quite surprised. Actually, me too. Yeah. I did, not ex- I did not expect the Babadook to become a house pet, and I don't know <gasps> what why was that. What's happening? <laughs> what? Are yeah. we just gonna keep the Babadook, the invisible Babadook, yeah. in the so, basement? Like, yeah. why, okay, one, why is it even there? Like, why did it retreat to the basement? Like, did it mm. always live in the basement, and then it just came out and attacked? Like, did it always live there? And then, like, why is it now still in the basement, and they're okay with it being there? Because yeah. they added a crack on a lock to that door. Like, before yeah. she went down there to feed it all the earthworms, which yeah. was also weird, yeah. which we'll definitely <laughs> circle back to. But they showed the door and there were locks like all across the yeah. top and part on the side. Like, yeah. okay, we'll live in the same house as it, but we'll just add a crack on the locks yeah. to the door. I don't, hmm. I what? think, yeah, I think that's just kind of like, right, I've kind of like accepted the past. Let's just hide, but let's keep it down there in the basement out of the way. And then, because you said like, we'll deal with with it when you're older type of thing it's kind of like we'll talk have this talk mm-hmm. about what happened to yeah. your dad because obviously he kind of appeared all his to stuff her, was down it? there too right. yeah mm-hmm. so i think that's kind of like that so keeping him alive you know like how people do when you're like honoring people's memories so it's yeah. kind of like feeding him 
the, the dad, the, the ghost dad or whatever you want to class him as the Babadook uh-huh. incarnated, basically. So is that what you're thinking it is? Yeah. So you think Babadook is his dad? In a way, yeah. So, so did he... Okay. Oh, no. Did his... So do you think that his dad... Like, like had some kind of intuition of some sort and he was has uh, was always like a bad like I'm, entity i'm almost wondering off of what paul's saying because i think that's really interesting i'm almost wondering if a different family lived in that house whatever baggage or trauma they have the babadook would maybe take form of that then yeah. because for them their know. their trauma is the fact that she lost her husband okay so when she keeps seeing her husband right before the babadook shows up like for them, that's the past they're trying to get rid of. So maybe if it was a different family with something else, maybe mm-hmm. the Babadook would take Potentially, yeah. yeah. Maybe. That's an interesting... Yeah. That's that interesting. Is... Wait, <laughs> I, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I try and always try to do a spin on things rather than just seeing it as, as it is kind like of thing. Like, it's yeah. just a monster. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a bit more... To, I think that's what the director is probably going for, really. Kind of like going a bit deeper. I like bit grief. I like it too. Yeah. That's really that's interesting. <laughs> So really, well did you write head, this movie? <laughs> you're thinking that the Babadook will cling on to anything that's like kind of negative or bad. Yeah, yeah, like life. a bad energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that kind of is obviously the father passing away. Yeah, that's why it's kind of like he, she, sees, she sees him later on, and then it's like, oh, like bring me the boy or whatever he says. Kind of like yeah. you like a, something like yes. in, insidious or something. So mm-hmm. I have yeah. a question then: Why do they keep him? Is, does, does she then think that's her husband downstairs that she's feeding them earthworms to? I, 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 don't, I guess so, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but it's, there so must worms. be a reason other than the fact that it's it's just kind of just like just keeping his memory alive, but it's we'll, we'll address that at a later date. Yeah. 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 yeah, she does. Yeah, the definitely. weird part, too, was the fact that, like, yes, the whole feeding it earthworms is very strange. So I don't know what that's about or how they figured out it with, like, a bowl of earthworms. Yeah. So all of that's weird. But then... And she puts the bowl down and we don't see it, which is always the creepy part of it because we don't see it most of the time. And it goes and like lunges at her and she has to like talk it down like it's an angry dog, you know? She's like, it's okay. No, no, it's fine. And then it just retreats and takes the worms with it. And I didn't fully love that idea that it was going to charge at her, but then she can just be like calm and be like, no, it's cool. And it'll be like, yeah, I'll go eat my worms. It's like (laughs) <laughs> it's like they ran out of a storyline and they're just like huh let's just put a bowl of worms in here we got some in the backyard yeah mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I didn't love the fact that it like could have attacked her but didn't because I was still thinking that the movie wasn't over yet like when they were okay and she didn't hurt Sam only yeah. when she hurt the dog I did not like it I didn't oh, watch it oh, yeah, I yeah, agree yeah. I plugged my ears I want nothing to do with it but I knew when she was reading the book and saw like the next couple of chapters of it I knew that the dog was going to go like I yeah. knew because I knew she wasn't going to necessarily well I felt like she probably wasn't going to kill her son but I was like well the dog's probably the next target then mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I was thinking once they kind of got out of the basement and they were all bloody and it was fine I was like I think she's still gonna hurt him like I was not convinced the movie was over and yeah. then when it was and they were like having this picnic in the garden and the social workers were there and she went into the basement. I was like, is something still going to happen? Like I still wasn't no. trusting that it was over, but then it was. And I didn't, I don't I, know. I have a question. Mm. So let's theoretically speaking, let's just say that they're going to move. Is mm-hmm. this something that you have to disclose when you are selling <laughs> that your basement haunted? Maybe, that there yeah. is a demonic entity in your mm-hmm. basement? Is that? I mean, I think morally you should, but you probably don't legally have to. 
they're probably going to question all the locks around the door. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like, what's, and if you remove them, there's all those holes there. Right. You're like, what happened to your door? <laughs> I feel like, well, it depends on how savvy she is. Like, for example, I would never buy that house. Even if it was a really good value, I would not buy it. <laughs> However, if, there's certain people that like that, mm-hmm. that they maybe would, you know, she could ramp up the price and say, I've got a, a demon or something or mm-hmm. in, my, in my basement. And I think some people would pay for that. Just, oh, just to right. say their house is haunted or it has yeah. something weird. Yeah. yeah. Not me, no. That's a no. good that's I like that. Because <laughs> I probably would be interested. Look at you. You spun it on a good selling a positive. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's a good selling angle. Perfect. I like that. <laughs> so you could you could up your price, you know, anyone would want it. Well, mm-hmm. I actually thought Sam might die in this. I did actually think the mum would get possessed and the book would follow how it said. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. So the dog gets strangled, which is absolutely horrific. And you know me, I actually prefer to see humans die than actual animals. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, in in these films that the animals anybody die, but if I'm watching a scary movie, yeah, animals going, not okay with ever. Yeah. 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 I just feel like it's not fair on an animal as much as a human. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds daft because like an animal it's like they're more innocent well, they didn't do anything they're, they're innocent. not innocent yeah they're yeah. not involved in all this weird demonic crap happening in this house yeah yeah so obviously she was obsessed or obsessed no she wasn't possessed <laughs> <laughs> at that moment but mm-hmm. I loved Sam in the end it reminded me of home alone a little bit with his little booby traps that he was doing uh-huh. yeah <laughs> with the tripwire and everything yes. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it actually made me laugh at this point because I didn't think that this is where the film was going so it really mm-hmm. surprised me and I was like okay go Sam you've been this pain in the ass child for god knows how long yeah. and yeah, now smart kid too now mm-hmm. yeah perfect mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved that ending but I'm the same I did not think when they were sat outside and she, it kind of went like this. Almost silence. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, is that going to end that way then? And that's it. Or is it mm-hmm. then they sat outside and it's his birthday. And I'm like, I was really shocked that it ended on a happyish note yeah. for a scary yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of like almost ended too soon, like abruptly. And I'm like, I, I just, I kept feeling like it was going to happen. Else. I'm waiting. And then the credits come up and I was like, did I miss something? No, you didn't. It just ended. It just no. ended. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. know. Not that I want anybody else to die, but I thought like it would be like wrapped up in a nicer little bow. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I think they thought that they did that. Or maybe they did <laughs> on purpose and they were like messing with us. Is there a second one? No. Do we know? But I did know, but I looked on IMDB because I looked at like some fun facts and mm-hmm. stuff for like our show. And it said on there that Jennifer Kent, who like wrote and directed it, yeah. which one, good for her, girl power, good for her. That's right. Uh, <laughs> two, she said that she has all the rights to the movie and she's not doing a sequel and she won't let anybody do a sequel. Interesting. So I guess it like, I, but I can see like the way that movie is, there's really no place else to take it unless it's like a different somebody, family. Yeah, somebody there. else yeah. moved in. Yeah. But then it's like, it's just the same things happening to them just with seeing different things. So True. it's not really like, gonna be a different story you know yeah maybe know. there's more pages that are going to be added i don't know <laughs> i mean she could she could do it if she wanted to yeah. yeah yeah but she did actually this this is like a first feature film but she did actually do a short mm-hmm. film i don't know if you know this from the imdb thing that it was um a 2005 short film called monster and it's basically like a, an abridged version of what this film is so it's obviously concepts from that short film that she made mm-hmm. and then obviously expanding that into a full length 
film yeah. so which I kind of watched cool. and it was and it was quite yeah it was quite interesting there are very a lot of similarities there wasn't a book involved but there was like a monster in a closet type of thing mm-hmm. and and but it was very only like 10 minutes long but it was kind of like had similar themes and it but it was all like black and white like the the films that she was watching on the tv which yeah. were kind of like that oh yes it um, was German right. expressionism type thing I don't know if... I don't know why she was watching any of that on the tv <laughs> I would never watch any of that <laughs> yeah. no it was all creepy and weird I want nothing to do with it I just it. think that maybe it's because she was she had not slept like I feel like it was days that she didn't sleep yeah, yeah. so maybe she was just it was Delirious. late at, yeah, well mm-hmm. yeah it was late at night and then all of this stuff just started you know weird just, late night TV right <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what they ha- kind of TV they have over in Australia but <laughs> anything like that here I don't know I'm not watching it no I don't know if I I mean it wouldn't why? I don't know. I could watch like a crime show. I'm okay with that. But like, I could see if it was like the old timey, like Dracula or Frankenstein, something like that. If it was like on TV, but it was like, this stuff was just like weird. Unless it was Those in her mind. Things, maybe. Ooh, because she like was that. watching at one point after she kind of got possessed and she was seeing the Duke on like random shows that she was watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She showed up. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Yes, that's right. We'll that might never be know. Maybe. I just, I think if I was that sleep deprived. I would I wouldn't be a nice person I know that I'm one of those you need to fuel me food and then I need my yeah. sleep oh mm. I get hangry or cranky mm. yeah I, I <laughs> can might be the same person <laughs> <laughs> whereas you can last on quite little sleep and you mm. are still well I'm more of a night owl anyway yeah you are I don't like waking up in the morning so like oh yeah it's never enough sleep no matter what time I go to bed it's never enough sleep and I'm the early bird mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I can I'm bird. fine with being getting up early I can do that and you're like just laying there like a sloth <laughs> <laughs> she's not judging you at all like, not at all yeah. not at all <laughs> that's so funny do you have any other lovely things that you've been researching that you want to tell us before we go to scoring because mm-hmm. he does this he does loads of research and I just come up and tell everybody what I've just watched <laughs> <laughs> And There's say no what I judgment think. to that at yeah, all. Are valuable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so bad because he does all the hard work, and then I just go, "Oh well, I think this, and I think this," and then you come out with a really good showstopper, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try. Um, I think no. I think it's kind of just kind of going through other bits. The only thing that was kind of in, I, me personally, found interesting was there was. A couple of things more towards the back end. I think when she, she she was chasing Sam around the house upstairs and everything, it kind of reminded me of The Shining a little bit, Ooh. almost like the knocking the board mm-hmm. the door and she mm-hmm. kind of says like little pig or you know when he goes little yeah. pigs let me in type yeah. thing. And uh-huh. that, Goodness, that you love of, The Shining, don't that, you? That is like my favorite horror film and currently my favorite film of all time at the back. Wow, so. what? that's a bold statement. Uh-huh. Okay. It's a good movie for sure. Yeah, no, it's good. Mm-hmm. The actors are good too. Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah. scare me as much. It was more like a mental trick yeah, yeah. in game. So I was okay yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. And I guess it kind of is similar with Babadook a little bit because it is all in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I understand that now. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I did really enjoy this one. But I, uh, I think mm. we'll go to scorings now, unless you guys have got anything else to add in. No, I know. We're good to score. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we can't wait to score. This is so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll let you go first with your scoring. So either Stephanie or Courtney, go first. Oh, I did. Um, I'm gonna give it 
a strong five. I know. I know. What? I know. Here, here's, here's my reason. I thought I, you were going to go much higher than that. No, I didn't enjoy it at all. But I didn't want to come out of the gate saying that. I wish you would have. <laughs> I am blindsided. Sorry, I didn't mean to blindside you. <laughs> it was a strong five. That's not strong at all. Well, that's mediocre. Well, mm-hmm. I said strong. Okay, what's your reason? I'm ready. Okay. Um, okay, well, uh, you and I have had conversations before. I don't do paranormal. I don't, it doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. There was one paranormal movie that I did like. I can't remember what it was. Maybe The Conjuring. Oh, I think it was The Conjuring. I'm okay with that. I just did not find that this movie, um, it was very predictable for me. And I felt like I knew what was going to happen. Now, there were a couple instances where I didn't know and I was kind of not shocked, but Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, okay. But it was just kind of like a regular Tuesday night movie. I don't know. It wasn't wasn't (laughs) earth shattering for me. The Babadook was not scary at all. (laughs) You just had long, creepy fingers. Yeah. I don't know. It was a five. I'm giving it a five and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Wow. Take that. I'm going more with a solid eight. Oh, you liked it. I did. I I actually did like it, even though I thought it was creepy because the voices that they had for the Babadook when he would like call them or just like the whispering, like, I don't like any of that crap, but I liked, I, I thought the movie was super creative. I thought the way it was filmed was really cool. I thought the characters themselves were cool. The Babadook, yes, him himself wasn't scary, right? but everything that he was doing to them was mm-hmm. super creepy. And I, I just liked the movie. I thought it was super creative. So I'm giving it an eight. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm not going to lie with the scoring, mm-hmm. um, but everyone has their own opinion. So I am, I'm quite surprised at how highly certain scores are and shocked at a five I'm not gonna lie (laughs) but I love it but I'm guessing for you it's not that scary so it's like "Mm, it didn't do anything for me I don't know and and you said it was creative and I I I did think it was creative I did I I wasn't I wasn't I don't know there was just something enough about me go ahead you tell (laughs) do I go first yeah you go first okay always so for me i don't like scary films however i like a happy ending and it did give me that okay (laughs) so my brain went really sinister i was like i even i did think it was going to follow suit with the book the dog was going to go with the boy and then she was going to kill herself Mm -hmm. the end so i'm pretty much oh that's what the book says that's what they're going to do so credit to the film for not doing that and making it a little bit more creative it was not the way that I thought it was going to end I really valued Sam becoming not a pain in the bottom and (laughs) doing the whole kind of home alone scene of oh I'll make my mum fall down the steps and I'm gonna whack her with a cricket ball in the head (laughs) (laughs) and then tie her up in the basement like yeah (laughs) what's the clever kid does that (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. so it did have fun elements which I didn't think I would laugh yeah so I can't really complain there. I think for a scary movie, it did cling with me. And I think, to be fair, we did do two in one seating, didn't we? Mm-hmm. But this one was the most frightening. But that's what I guess you want from a scary movie. You do yeah. want to be frightened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my score, I would say it's going to be a seven. So it's in the middle. And I'm quite being generous here. So the last time we watched we watched Blair Witch, didn't mm-hmm. we? On our yeah. previous oh. episode. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I was anxious all the way through that film. Mm-hmm. That would be freaked me out. 
yes definitely mm. so I think this one just for the ending alone that's why it's scored higher for me okay you're happy with that score because I know yeah, you were yeah. really upset last week yeah it was kind of <laughs> just like oh <laughs> Because you really like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah, do. I, I genuinely think that's a really scary film. Mm-hmm. It is. That's why I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So for my score, I'm going to put it at an eight also. Mainly because okay. I think it's, it's yeah, it's not inherently scary, as, as especially as the amount of times I've seen it now. It's kind of like, I wasn't really terrified when I first saw the Babadook anyway. Mm-hmm. Is, as a presence, he's not like... It's creepy, but not like, oh my God, I can't sleep at night type of thing. It wasn't That didn't come across for me. But as I've kind of like rewatched and researched and got into more about the, obviously the more the drama that's involved in the reasoning why the characters are how they are and what the things represent, it kind of makes a lot more sense in a, like a more of a mental mm-hmm. capacity rather than just a supernatural um, presence that the, the, the character of the Babadook has. I think it's, it's it really plays to its strengths, really. So it's 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 really, you get, you, I feel like you get more out of it than than just your, your general horror film, really. Mm-hmm. So and and yeah, there's there's creepy elements, and it's I and you you, you get you feel for the the mother all the way through, mm-hmm. even though she's, you know, you don't always agree with her at times, but you also don't agree with how Sam is acting out anyway. But that's you're kind of playing off each other, like well, if you behaved and spent more time with him type of thing then this yeah. probably wouldn't have happened kind of thing but obviously right. that's not how you wouldn't have a story otherwise would you say <laughs> right yeah 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 so so I think yeah I, I think I'm putting it an eight is it a high eight yeah high eight high eight uh, yeah high eight what would make okay. it a nine hmm. um I'm guessing if the Babadook was more scary and actually had more like an impact because mm-hmm. you don't I feel like you don't you could take him out essentially and it could and and mm-hmm. you know peel it back a bit and therefore there wouldn't be it'd be more of like a actually like more of a drama wouldn't it well like a thriller drama in a sense without the babadook it's not it's not really a horror in this in because the visual of the babadook doesn't even need to necessarily be in the movie yeah that's what i was about to say like the book itself like him being in the book is fine because then it kind of like plays with our mind a little bit as weird stuff is happening in the house Mm -hmm. but they didn't really need to like see anything for it to be just as creepy you right. know we don't need to see something in her kitchen or at the neighbor's house or anything like that you know it just it could have held its own without seeing anything I agree yeah and that's linking literally with the Blair Witch Project because I was like mm-hmm. shocked and dumbfound that nothing jumped out to scare me and yeah. I was like literally I've wasted all this energy <laughs> thinking I was gonna be frightened <laughs> mm-hmm. and I could see things in the trees I really my imagination was really going yep. And there was nothing. And it's like, and I even said to you, well, what does it look like? <laughs> what know. is it? But that's what makes it creepier. Cause that's when we watched the Blair Witch too. Yeah. That's exactly what I said was that the fact that you don't see anything, it just lets your mind kind of get the best of you because you're just putting it together in your head as almost to what, what, to what to you is creepier, what to yes. me is creepy. Mm-hmm. And that's what's causing all that psychological stuff while watching the movie is yeah. we don't see anything no. and it's creepy. It's so creepy. It really is. And I think it's the anticipation of waiting and waiting yep. and thinking you're going to see something and then you don't. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit let down at that though, but then you said it would spoil the film, didn't you? Yeah, I think it would really. It's, I, I think it would have too. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it's just better that you don't see what this creepy character is yeah. and just keep your mind, let your mind do the, the creepy. The thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, the worst way the thing. The Blair Witch ended, 
that stuck with me. Just like the way that film ended in itself. Oh, that freaked me out so much. For a couple of days, I was like, it haunted me for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my thing was we kind of did the Blair Witch and then we did Babadook and in mm-hmm. it was like Friday night and then Saturday night. And then like Sunday night, well, the nightmares just kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stand a chance of having normal dreams at no, all. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I think that's brilliant scores actually not yeah, too bad yeah. I think that kind of it went up and up yeah I wasn't expecting a five so I'm not gonna lie but oh wow <laughs> surprise but, you guys it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. you disappointed everybody I did disappoint everybody <laughs> it's fine but it's fine that's fine that's two opinions mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. yeah I know it's obviously for a scary point it's probably not that that scary but um mm-hmm. I think more of a, in a drama a sense that it is it's very strong yeah and I think for me too, because we've watched a bunch of scary movies now, and there are some that we've watched that even though I genuinely hate being scared and watching the movie, I am so uncomfortable watching it. But when it's over, I can appreciate that it was a really well done movie, yeah. no matter mm-hmm. how bad it made me feel watching it. So, because we've watched, even when we talked about Hereditary before, The Blair Witch, even this movie, like, even though, even this movie, I didn't find to be as scary as the ones that we've watched before, mm-hmm. I did appreciate the creativity of it so mm-hmm. i think for me that's why it scored a little bit high and I other just movies that we've watched just didn't find to the that creativity too. either yeah like, i just i don't there I was just... had cool transitions and scenes mm-hmm. and i don't know i liked it i don't know i think i'm being very hard on this movie I and i and i agree um but i just i expected more from it and maybe that's where it came from because mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. loves this movie so much and then i was just a, i was expecting to be blown away and that's probably where my low score is coming from just right. because i felt like it it didn't leave it didn't live to what the hype was yeah okay. it, it didn't I, yeah. see that. So, I understand I that completely I there's that. so many sure. films that everyone says amazing and then you watch it like really You're like mm-hmm. yeah what seriously yeah. Yeah. disappointed then yeah because yeah. the yeah, bar yeah. set so high for it so I could see that yeah mm-hmm. yeah no I appreciate where you're coming from yeah. on that one and especially since you watch so many scary films like this might be like hmm, this is nothing on me <laughs> <laughs> just a regular night yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh thank you very much guys for joining us on this episode sure um thanks for having us yeah uh where can everybody find you so we're on anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find us there the best place to find us is our website it's tipsypod.com it has um all of our social media on there and ways you can find our show everywhere else and 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 on twitter and instagram i presume you can you've got the handles for those yes there it's all on our face on our um our website but we have a a facebook and instagram twitter a tiktok and a youtube Cool, cool, yeah, cool. so they can find you everywhere <laughs> yeah. yeah everywhere Everything and our youtube goes- is fun because we do these uh, mini scary movie watch-alongs that we watch on youtube they're like yeah. 10 to 15 minute mini horror movies and we do mm-hmm. like live well we record ourselves like yeah. watching for the first time yeah. mm-hmm. so those are kind of my favorite <laughs> i think they're really fun it's kind of a train wreck yeah it's, i mean it's very uh just our right then and their reaction to the movies yep she which usually- of course are different she, well, I'm just, yeah, I'm floored by usually the, what's going on in, in the, in the movies. And then she usually scares the crap out of me by her scary Reaction, reactions. Yeah. And it's just. <laughs> that sounds fun. amazing. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's on our YouTube channel. I think those are like one of my favorite things that we do. I just think they're just goofy and entertaining. <laughs> they are. They're <laughs> authentically us. Cool. cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely be checking out some of those. Yeah. Yeah. And any of our listeners, definitely Mm -hmm. go and check them out. They're amazing. Um, Especially if you like horror films. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And thank you so much for being part of um, this 
episode I've actually enjoyed Babadook I don't know if you brought it out of me a little bit and <laughs> hopefully I can get to a point of where scary films do not phase me I'll whittle it down yeah <laughs> one, start off little yeah one scary movie at a time <laughs> baby steps exactly right <laughs> mm-hmm. so as always be sure to check out all our other episodes over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And of course, you can find us over on social media, on Instagram and Twitter under the handle SP underscore film viewers. And also, if you would be so kind as to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or wherever else they do the the podcast reviews that really helps the algorithm and you know gets us seen out there by more people and everything more listenership exactly that and thank you so much we did actually have some lovely reviews this week and they meant the world to us so it shows that people are listening they're enjoying this content gives you a little bit of a boost doesn't it to think oh mm-hmm. yeah actually what we are doing we're not just in a void somewhere no, where people yeah. are not listening so see your podcast yeah yeah exactly that so thank you so much for all your lovely comments it's it they never get unread they always mean the world to us definitely do so i hope you really enjoyed the episode of Babadook. i know i really did and i'm pretty sure there's a few laughs in there also we had amazing guests so go check them out and especially if you love horror films because that is what they cover and there's so many horror films out there that Sophie doesn't even know exist yeah which is maybe good I don't know if we'll go through them all at some point but there's certain ones I think you probably like I'm not even going to attempt to show you that I'm just going to go to Terrified and Tipsy now and look at what they say and then be like well actually no we're not watching that (laughs) (laughs) all right so thank you very much guys for listening and we will speak to you next time we'll speak to you next time bye